Yo, what's poppin'? I'm your boy AJ. And your boy Nick. This Hip Hop Vibes Podcast. What's poppin' with you, homie? What's up, man? All is well, all is well. I just came back from ATL, you know, a couple of days ago. Had a good you time. That trip, man? How was it? That was a good trip, man. It was an amazing trip. I never wanted to leave, but uh, <laughs> my pockets, my pockets uh, forced me to leave. I'm weak, yeah, I'm man, weak. It was good. It was really good. You were in the rich part, too, right? Yeah, we were in uh, Buckhead. Yeah, the rich part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, living that life for for a weekend. You know, that brother got money. Got money. Got money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So I was thinking, yeah, we could do uh, do we talk about Atlanta rap. Um, Atlanta being such a uh, modern day hub for for rap, uh, which is you know a little more of a recent thing actually. But um, yeah, I thought it'd be cool. We could just talk on. Um, my favorites, and you know, he's on the Mount Rushmore. Hey, yeah. Oh, my bad. Hey, no, you good, you good. Let's see, yeah, I'm blocking my mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying we could talk about our uh, Mount Rushmore and our, and our favorite Atlanta rappers. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, and you no, know, I got my I got my Outcast shirt on. You know, I had to represent real quick. I had to throw that Outcast on. You're gonna hear a lot about Outcast on this episode, at least for me. Yeah, me too. Me too. But um, starting off with us, so what would be like your top five if you had to pick your top five Atlanta rappers? My favorite, so my favorite Atlanta rappers is for me, Ti, Killer Mike, Ludacris, Outkast, and Young Thug. And am I runner up? I put Ludacris twice. Okay, now he he can't. <laughs> I put him twice. Uh, runner up. Outcast, yeah, probably be like. Shout out, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. What's probably pop? say G. I probably say Jeezy. Say Jeezy. Yeah. Yeah. So say it again. Say what's the type of again? My bad. So it's Ti, Killer Mike, Luda, Outcast, Young Thug, and then runner up is is Jeezy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Speaking of Killer Mike, do you listen to his last album? He said what? Do you listen to Killer Mike's last album? Dude, that's on my list right now to listen to. I got it right now. I haven't listened to it yet. That I can't wait fire. to listen to it. He's got some. He got me, yeah, with rap music. That album was like my favorite album in um 2010 when that came out. He's he's so good, man. Hell yeah. But I would say uh so for my top five, not in any particular order, but um Ludacris. Outcast, Ti, um, I'll say Jeezy, mm. Charles again, you know. Had to throw Charles again, being on there, because you know he does it all. He raps, sings, produces, acts, like does com- comedy. Can't beat that. Yeah. Can't beat. You can't beat that. Definitely one of the most talented people out of Atlanta, for sure. Facts. If I had to do a runner up, I'll say uh, Killer Mike. I'll probably say Killer Mike as runner up. Mm. And I might. I'm tempted to say Twenty One Savage. He's grown on runner up. He's grown on me as a favorite. Mm. He's grown on me. Now, if you asked me this like maybe like four years ago, I, I wouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. But he's grown on me as an artist. He's got he's got better at rapping. Period. 
He definitely yeah. like he's gotten a lot better at it. Yeah. But nah, yeah. Cause Atlanta has like Atlanta is a movement and they still making moves to this day. Mm-hmm. Ever since Outcast said in ninety four, is it ninety four ninety five? Like the South Yeah, ninety four. Yeah. Ever since ever since he said like ever since Andre said South got something to say, they've been popping ever since. Yeah. So I think what they won what I think album of the year or something like that at the Source Awards was it album of the year. Um, I don't know. It was ninety five. Yeah, I think they did. They they it was won. 95. Okay, okay, yeah. They, yeah. Best new artist. That's what it was. Okay. Best new artist. Okay, yeah, Best yeah. New yeah yeah it's hard to knock outcast it's, it's kind of like the, it was like the first that was the first one on my roster oh yeah you definitely got put you definitely got to talk about uh, outcast i'm te- i was tempted to put um dungeon family as a whole mm. but i I just put outcast they were way more commercial than you know compared to everybody else in the group not yeah. saying that it was like not good but Definitely had to get into them shadows. So who would you put on your um, Mount Rushmore as far as hip hop, as far as like Atlanta goes? So I think for Mount Rushmore, I put um, Outkast, I put Gucci, hmm. I put Ti, and I put Killer Mike, probably because I just like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know if he's necessarily. But I think about his impact. Like, he's made. He's made. He has a lot of made a lot of impact in a lot of different ways. So I think that's kind of the reason why I put him on there. Because he did like a lot. Of, he does a lot of activism. He's done a lot of shit. He's done a lot of shit. And he's been in the game for a really long time. So I feel like he he brings a little bit different of a um of a style, a little bit different of a substance. That's why I feel like he's 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 he deserves that for me. Um, doesn't have what I say is classic projects, like mm, I don't know, maybe, but um, yeah, I think those are my those are my four right there. True, if I picked them out, Rush more, uh, definitely Outcast. Outcast is definitely up there. Um, I say TI, uh. This is this is me doing this unbiasedly. Um, I would low key put future up there. Yeah, I almost put like you know with the twenty tens. You know, he kind of like he had his own little movement too. Um, who else? Who I put in the fourth spot? I said Outcast, Ti, Future. Um, fuck, who else? I low key like I low key want to put Luda. As you know what, yeah. no, I'm put Jermaine Dupree. Was he a rapper though? I put him on the mogul list. I mean, he put, he did a lot of shit. Like he was in and out of a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, he did rap. I mean, he did more producing than he did rapping, but he did rap. Uh, yeah, no, no you're right. No, I won't put him in there. Uh. Hmm. No, man, just, just come out and say it, man. Just, just say Yin, just say Yin Yang Twins, man. Just say Yin Yang Twins, man. Close. You know, I, was, your I, was, I was gonna say Lil John. I was gonna say Lil <laughs> John. You said Lil John. Yeah. No, I, I was thinking about saying Lil John as well. 
I'll put Lil Jon up there. I feel like I'm too literal with it. Like I'm like he's not a rapper though, but he is obviously a rapper. But I just don't. Yeah. I just don't associate him with that. Like he's it's a just far as, It's just as far as the movement, like as far like because like yeah. the crunk movement, like crunk movement. Yeah, because like you had Outkast, and then um then you had Lil Jon, the whole crunk movement, then the snap right. music era, then you had trap music, which is like Ti and Future. And of course, one of the reps, y'all throw like Luda, Jeezy, not uh, yeah, Jeezy and um, Gucci in there as well. Yeah. Fun fact Lil John interned. He interned at a radio station, and that's where he met he met Jermaine Dupree early on. They oh, actually connected real? real early on, yeah, in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yep. See, that's why you got to put JD on, because JD put a lot of people, JD did put a lot of people on, though. Absolutely. I mean, in terms of like, I would say he he had a major hand in turning Atlanta into like the commercial enterprise that it is. Like the the whole like you know business side of things. Absolutely, as well as the music too. But I, I definitely would also say the, the, the he was big with the business. Definitely big with the business. Right. Good. Like he gave us. Um, well, I mean, the brat's not from Atlanta, but like he was the brat. Got um Lil Bow Wow, Criss Cross. Um, he did mad stuff for Usher, mad stuff for uh Mariah Carey. And the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. He was basically like the daddy of the South. Yeah. Oh, that's a it's a good one, like top moguls. I'll put um I'll put uh Jermaine Dupree on there. Um I'll put T.I. on there. Um See who else? Like mogul. Those are Loki the main ones. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else really. Yeah, those are really the main two, honestly, that I can think of. As far as like moguls go. Like heavy hitters like that. Yeah. Damn, what the fuck? They say online his his uh net worth is 2.5 million for Jermaine Dupree. No, fucking, no way, bro. I can't trust that, bro. You said just 2.5 million? 2.5. That's ridiculous. I guarantee Ain't no you. Way. Ain't no way. He got to be. I know TI got like 60 million or something like that. Well, he said 10 million, 20 million. I, yeah, who the fuck knows, man? 50 million. That's wild. I have no idea. But yeah, that's interesting. No, there are a lot of moguls. As, as in, like, other cities like um, L.A. or New York. There's more moguls out there. Right. I mean, Atlanta's still, um, I don't want to say it's up and coming because it's making big moves. But compared to, like, New York and, um, and like, L.A., because those are, like, the main two that everybody go to. Right. But Atlanta's, like, right there. Those, like, they're, like, Atlanta's, like, right on their toes type shit. Yeah, and I'm curious to see where they go because they've they've managed to really uh. Mm-hmm. Let's see what she say. Oh, she said two chains, Outkast, Luda, Black, Ti. Okay, that's cool. No order. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. I feel like I haven't listened to enough. Um, Black. Black's good. I've heard him on. Um, Black's I've heard him on a lot of like features. I've heard him on features. I think I listened, his first album was really good. His first album was straight. 
was solid. I ain't gonna say straight. It was solid. It was very solid. Um, yeah, I forgot two chains. Uh, yeah. So I had my runner ups. Yeah, I had two chains on there. I had Migos on there. I had Little Baby on there. Yeah, those are probably my top three. I had Jeezy on there, but that was a. Uh, he's a runner up to uh, Mount Rushmore. Mm. I had Childish Gambino as a runner up to Mount Rushmore as well. Yeah. Two chains been in the game for a minute. Yeah, back when he was Titty Boy. Titty Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Play a circle, right? Play a circle. Even before that, when he was with fucking um, disturbing the peace with DTP with Luda. Mm. Yeah, he stayed around, man. I mean, honestly, right. I thought he would have like a oh, yeah, exactly. like surprising because I I kind of thought like he kind of seemed like a vi- almost like a viral rapper when he when he like blew up blew up mm-hmm. in like twenty eleven or twenty twelve. That was about the time, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I, I didn't think he would be able to keep going, but he's just, like, actually really good at what he does, and he's clearly really smart. And I think those two things, you know, are a reason why he stayed around for so long. Yeah, oh, he ain't, because I think, well, he got a master's, right? I think he got a master's. A master's degree, you said? I think, I think he does, yeah. Yeah, no, he's definitely smart, man. Um. Yeah, so yeah, I put I did put him on there. He's down there. I put him as a runner up too for my top because he definitely had done. He's definitely done this thing. I remember his verses with him and um Rick Ross. Yeah, that shit was cool. Uh, but now, like like I said, Atlanta's been like in the game for like running things for like a while, a while since like. Mid to late two thousands, they've been running. Yeah. Shit. Like once trap music started hitting, it was a wrap. Yeah. Yeah, you got motherfuckers from like New York and LA sound sounding like they're from Atlanta. Yeah. I never forget when you told me that designer was from was from Brooklyn. I was like, Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And his first song, "Oh, I Got Bras in Atlanta." I'm like, That's all you talking about? Yeah. I seen the niggas from Atlanta, not yeah. nigga from New York. I was like, Oh wow, that's crazy. Exactly, but that's, like, that just shows you how strong Atlanta, the, the Atlanta movement is. Got niggas yeah. sound like they are from Atlanta, just like fit in. Absolutely, man. Like Atlanta is like a global brand, bro. Like it is like a global brand. Even the link, you see the lingo popping up everywhere. Like everything, everything from there has been like yeah. exported in the last like ten years. It's been all Atlanta. I would say, yeah, the late 2000s. I think the late 2000s, I felt like once once 50 like kind of took a little dive and then yeah. Kanye was like doing, Kanye was a student, Kanye's in his own lane. He kind of he kind of rose, was- he rose above hip hop. So like, you know, in a way he's still doing hip hop, but in my opinion, he kind of like catapulted into like, I don't know, like even pop music. I think, I think Atlanta came in around that time. Yeah, late 2000s. But it was definitely bubbling up with crunk though, with crunk music in like in, in the early two thousands. But um, I think I think after I think after fifty kind of like declined a little bit. Like after Curtis, I feel yeah. like that was like that. It had an opening right there, and nobody L A wasn't doing anything like that. Um, 
because they had the game, but then the game kind of like fizzled a little bit after mm-hmm. you broke up with G Unit in Aftermath. No, and from the Midwest, I can't really think of anybody who was like other huge. Midwest has a much smaller hip hop scene in general. Yeah, yeah um, Kanye. Uh, yeah, Kanye. Yeah, pretty much. And even then, even Eminem took a dive at that point. Yeah, Eminem was yeah. He's Kanye. Yeah, he took a big dive at that point. Yeah. So I think Atlanta, they saw they saw that opening and they and they took it. Right. They took it, and I, I would say about Atlanta, like the, they beef with each other, but they really like vibe with each other, heavy. Yeah. Um, like they 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 all work with each other, like for the most part. I mean, I think of like exceptions of like Ti, Gucci Man, and Jeezy, but other than that, like they all hate each other. But um, <laughs> other than that, like pretty ain't much and all. Jeezy cool now? Ain't they cool now? Who? Ain't Ti and Jeezy cool now? They yeah, they might be. Yeah, they might be. I don't know. But I mean, back, they were beefing for a while. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Especially Jeezy and Gucci. But uh, but yeah, but like I feel like in more recent times they've all they've all been like, and I I was reading that book about Atlanta hip hop scene was a great book, and it, it really talked about how like these a lot of these artists were like meant they're all mentored by each other they're all mentoring each other they're bouncing around like between Gucci studio and then they're they're talking to um let's see like they're with Gucci and they're with Ti and they're with this people and they're just bouncing around like there's so much like interaction between different artists and the, and the book was touching on that um i think it was talking about migos when they came up they were with gucci they were like they were like chilling with gucci for a really really long time they were like mm. in his studio and he was like he was paying them and he was he would give gifting them chains and shit and he was doing all kinds of stuff trying to mentor them and then they left and went like the qc route but there's like they all seem to be like connected and all like contributing and shit um and putting each other on you know what I mean? Even because yeah. Thug was Thug was another one. Gucci Mane was like mentoring Thug, and then you know Thug Thug gets older, then Thug is mentoring Lil Baby and Gunna, and he's he's sending Lil Baby money to keep him off the street so he can he can come mm. to the studio. He's paying him twenty grand. Like come to the studio right now, I pay you twenty grand so you don't so you're not in the street. So young, young Thug was giving back. Everyone's like giving back, paying it forward, kind of shit. That seems to be a lot yeah. of the story. You know what I mean? So it's a community. It's a community of artists as a result. And they've been so successful. They've been so right. successful, bro. Because if you Honestly. look at like, because just looking at like the, the art, the, um, the acts out now, we had Migos, um, Young Thug, Gunna, 21 yeah. Savage, Lotto, you know, Lil Yachty. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else am I missing? It's way more. Um, Jid, Black. Playboy Cardi, Future still doing his thing. Like it's just, it's mad people. A lot of female rappers coming too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baby yeah, yeah, yeah. Kali. Um, there's a whole bunch of them that are coming up too. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's quite a scene, man. I still feel like they have the lion's share of hip hop, even now. Oh yeah, it's going. They, they, honestly, it's probably gonna stay it. like that for a good little minute. Yeah, me too. I think so too. I think so too. Until like uh, a new like somewhere like Wisconsin starts popping on all fucking sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin. I feel I feel like it's gonna be like the internet is gonna be its own place. So it's like it, it just internet yeah. artists. It's gonna be just the internet. Like wherever the fuck they are, it's gonna Pretty be. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the phys- I feel like you know the physical element's gonna be 
declining more and more. So I feel like it won't be as important for people to be from a certain area because they just got to run up the algorithm and get viral online. They don't need to be in Atlanta, you know? And I thought about that too because my, my wife, she was thinking about us moving to Atlanta at one point. Cause she, she's a she's a black woman in a prof- very high high white collar professional job, right? So there's a lot of those opportunities in Atlanta, mm. and then also I was you know doing doing hip hop that could be you know a, a, another avenue for me to to, to get in that involved in that. that and we, and we talked about it. Bucket? He said, "What? Is that part of the reason why y'all went to Bucket?" <laughs> nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. Hello, that was just this house over here. This house. Yeah, nah, nice. nah. We 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 did check. We did check out the houses, though. We did. Yeah, we oh, wait, we wait, didn't wait, like wait. what we found, though. We didn't like what we found. Uh, it was like a thousand dollars a square foot. You get like a thousand foot a thousand foot house. It's like a million. Like it's ridiculous. Oh, mm. uh, it's ridiculous. Dang, it's expensive down there. No, that's crazy. It's expensive as fuck. Well, Buckhead is because everyone wants oh, to be yeah, Buckhead. Is, like the house, Buckhead. right? You want to have the house right next to Lennox Mall. Like people are paying like two oh, million yeah. to be there. It's I mean, it's ridiculous. You gotta get spot but, outside um, of Atlanta. Yeah, it's pl- it's plenty of affo- I think it's plenty of other affordable places. Um, definitely, we were in the the rich rich area, but um, but yeah, I was gonna say like there's a lot of competition in Atlanta too. So in a way, I'm kind of like. I'm an internet producer in a way, so I'm like, I can sort of bypass a little bit of the competition as well by just doing my internet thing. Because um, mm. it's hard to break in, especially I'm not from the South, you know what I mean? And like, I don't have I don't have any family ties. You talk about like future, his cousins were Rico Wade of Dungeon Family or Organized Noise, you know, all that. They yeah, put yeah. each other on and shit. You know, that's a big part of being successful down there. Oh, yeah. um, but I still dream about it a little bit. I'm just like, oh, I could be, I could be in Atlanta. I could be in and out of studios, you know, with famous rappers and shit. That'd be, right. that'd be cool. One day I'm going to be down there on, on business. Yeah. I remember uh, one time I went down to Atlanta. This was back, what, 20, was it? I think 20, was it 8, 19? I think 2019. I went down there with my boy, Brian. He's a producer. Um, we seen Slim Jimmy. From on Rachel. Yeah, yeah. We went to like we went to like this like SoundCloud concert and when his art one of his artists were performance. So he was there. And then um this one studio that um that he went that he freaked to a lot. Um mm. we seen um what's the nigga name? Mike Will made it was in the joint. Just yeah. chilling. Yeah, it was cool. It was oh cool. man, that'd be fun though. Cool That's like vibe. Hollywood. It's hip hop Hollywood, bro. Yeah, That's man. Hollywood. That's fucking dope. Producer, and he done songs for like Young Dove, Yo Gotti, and like other like major cats. So, yeah, just in there, just soaking it up in energy, just vibing. That shit was lit. Yeah, that's amazing, bro. I wish I wish I had that experience. That would have been crazy, right? That would have been crazy. But where do you see Atlanta going like in the, in the future, though? I think it will still be like the the hub for probably another five years. But like I said, I think it's gonna, I think it's just gonna go global inter- internet. Like, I think it's gonna be just like less and less important as to where you're from or where you're at. Mm-hmm. So I think in in that sense, it might be more of like a level playing field. But I, I think Atlanta, Atlanta will probably still be even probably in ten years. I think it might still be like the um i don't know pumping out the most product the most money like uh, you know out of out of the i mean it's really just like new york or la the only ones i can really compare it to chicago doesn't have nearly close enough 
of the scene. Yeah. Big big scene and facts. Think about other cities like Houston. It's still Houston's still very like localized to me. Um, yeah, yeah, that's meaning true. a lot of like big artists aren't coming out of there. Um, but so I think Atlanta will have it for like probably for like at least ten years. But like I said, it will probably become less and less important as to like where people are from. You know, people. You said Wisconsin's gonna be popping. Madison, Wisconsin, <laughs> fucking North Dakota, where like you know Jakarta, Indonesia, like wherever the fuck they are, they're gonna. Right, right. It. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Paris, wherever they are. Um, but yeah. You be rappers coming from Maine. Yeah, from Maine. There you go. Yeah, you can say Massachusetts too. <laughs> New, England, New England. I mean, rappers. Crazy, I mean you, you do have rappers from Massachusetts though, so. We do, yeah, we do, we do. Uh, but uh, it's not—it's not exactly a beacon of hip hop culture. I can—I can say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it is not. No, it's not. Um, a lot of other things, but um, I think—I think one thing to think about too is like why, why for you? Why do you think Atlanta has blown up so much in terms of like their style? Like why didn't their style became so popular? I think um, because I think after a while, it became less about. Like commercially, it became less about like you know like lyricism, just more about like you know, like party music, like or like something you can like bop to type shit. And mm. Atlanta, down south in general, for real, but especially Atlanta, like they know they have music. They had music for everything, basically. They got like hype music, they got fight music, they got party music, club music, stripping music, lyricism. You know, what I'm saying you need it, they got it. Like they got all the arts for that shit. Mm. If you really think about it, yeah, I feel like they have just like, yeah, like like you said, like it's less. I would say overall, I think of Atlanta rap. I don't think lyricism isn't the first thing I think of. I think of more just like the flavor and just kind of the vibe, and that being like to me the most, um, at least more recently, the more like prominent thing, um. You know, like sort of like your charisma, like your ad, like you know, certain artists that were like the ad libs were the best part. Like it's that's that kind of style. Like mm. it's just like yeah, it's just like it's just loose. It's just like fun. They're not taking themselves yeah. that seriously. You know, I feel like that that lends itself yeah, like well that. to yeah, commercial. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Commercial. You, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to. Uh, you know, mass media. They're not trying to to sell really thoughtful shit. They're just trying to sell shit that you know you can just you can just vibe to. And that's exactly. no diss at all to Atlanta rap whatsoever because. If it wasn't for Atlanta rap, I wouldn't be doing producing the way I am now, honestly, at all. Like it's all it was all them in terms of my recent style. When I went and started making trap beats in like 2017, it was all them. Mm-hmm. I was just copying and pasting. Sure. I was just like, okay, this is how you do it. Just learning right off of these these, yeah, these just, producers. Just throw your own little flavor in there. Yeah. But um Yeah. You know what I listened to the other uh, earlier this week, bro? Who crime of Crime Mob. That's crime right. Mob. Their first album. I'll just say their first <laughs> album. I don't think I ever listened to a Crime Mob album. I actually had their first album. Yes. I actually had mm. it back in like high school. Mm. I mean, I burned it, but still. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> I had it. And that shit was actually pretty hype. It was good. They had, they had hype music for real. Yeah, no, they did. They did. They did. I also want to say good. I'll say Goody Mob. I haven't really listened to Goody Mob like that for real, but. I need they to like to soul food. they soul food. I know, that. yeah, soul food. Like I've I heard about it through like other rappers talking about it, like Ti yeah. talking about 
you know, what song he's playing off of Soul, Soul Food or whatever. Of a funk, yeah. 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 So like I I realized that I think that was like a that was a real like pioneering artist or a group in um Atlanta. Yeah. You know, like the Dutch family as a whole, yeah. They were like yeah. They pretty much made Atlanta what it is. Well got them started. I ain't gonna say we got them started anyway. But you definitely listen to um Soul Food though. Like that album is really good. Mm. They got one of my favorite intros, honestly. I gotta listen to that shit, man. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. But you got Lundro when he was popping. Shorty uh, Low, D four O, Famo, funny. My wife plays that song randomly sometimes. So when I when I got a tattoo, when I got my tattoo, she was like, she started playing that song. Right? You got to, you got to. Hey, <laughs> White folks tatted up. Black if I ever, get, if I ever get tatted, if I ever get tatted, that's the first <laughs> song I'll play. Very, hey, hey, that was an error though. Cause that was that was snap that was snap music. Snap music, yep. What was this? Laffy taffy. Laffy taffy. What are the other ones? Get get silly. Uh, what are the other joints that went like? I think it's still at Los Angeles. I don't know if he's from Milan. I don't know. We're going to look that up real quick. I looked that shit up. Get silly. Hey, that's. He's from New York. Nah, not New York. He was born in New York, but his origin College Park. College Park, I'm about to say. Okay, okay, okay. At 10, he wrote his first song, a drug awareness rap for his elementary school. (laughs) That's mad funny. Later that year, he moved to College Park. Okay, oh, that's fair. So we can include him there. Yeah. Hey, he gonna be he gonna be making money money though because everybody played a wobble. Wobble, I know. I was gonna say, bro, <laughs> wobble is four times fucking platinum, bro. That's fantastic. He's just chilling, getting. Hopefully, he got a good deal. Hopefully, he's getting that. Hopefully, he's yeah. actually getting the. Uh... You can't forget about D four L. Nope. I'm looking for Mrs. Bubblegum. I miss the chicken <laughs> stick. I want it down at that. Ow! Because you think. <laughs> Funny as shit, bro. That was, he was animated as hell, but I loved it. I loved it. That nigga it was, was fun, man. It was fun, man. See, it was just fun music. So I didn't shit. see. I don't know. Some people were hating on that shit. I I don't understand why. I, I think I, I think of people are hating on it. I think of uh, the game. His second album, keep snapping your fingers. I'm not going away. Keep making up dance to get radio play. He was dissing him on the on the single. And that was like 2006. I mean, Game does everybody though. So. He does everybody though. <laughs> <laughs> he does this everybody though. He does that shit with a He does that to everybody. That's a good point. <laughs> you take you take Game whatever. Game That's a good point, man. Like That's, he disses himself, man. <laughs> he really does. Thanks. But but I was just thinking about that. I was like, when he heard that, when I heard him say that, I was like. Less so, like, I'm like, I don't really agree with you. You're just mad they're getting money. Like, they're just getting money. Right. Like, what's wrong? What's wrong with that? Like, what's that? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Why some people feel like their their sound needs to be the only one. Like, right. well, it's just gotta be just me. Like, no, fuck that. Like, I, I, I could see you being salty if you weren't getting radio play, but he was. So it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Like, why are you, why are you even doing that? Because you, yeah, your your album went like triple platinum. Right. right. Hey, hey Doctor's Advocate was a fire as album. Doctor's Advocate was a really good follow up. Honestly, right. I, yeah, that exceeded expectations. Especially being he wasn't with Junior, he wasn't with Aftermath anymore. So like, 
You pretty much did that shit on his own. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nah, he, he did a good job. Yeah, it was, no, I, was, I was like I was like that at first when I was younger. As far as like uh, I ain't trying to listen to this. You shit, didn't like that shit. Like, <laughs> but as I got older, I'm like I'm like this shit for everybody. You know, not everybody, not every rapper has to be a fucking lyricist. That's right, they're a rapper. They're not an MC. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And not everybody wants to hear lyrical shit. There's mm. plenty of times I don't want to hear lyrical shit. When I was in the club, I don't want to hear no lyrical shit. I want to hear twerk songs. I want to hear fucking soldier boy. I want to hear rock flock. The right. You know what I'm saying? Spigger knocker. I want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's music for everybody. Music for everybody, man. I want to hear some chill shit. I'm listening to West Coast shit. I want to hear some lyric, super super lyrical shit. I'm listening to some East Coast shit. You know what I'm saying? I want to listen listen to some bounce shit. I'm listening to some down south shit. Right. Yeah, it's a variety, man. Exactly, a variety. It's a buffet. Right. But I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that until I got older, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, de- I definitely had the. I remember I was I was loving it up until like 2007, and I was like, I oh, know I gotta. I want some like you know more lyrical shit. So I went back to the 90s at that. Point. Yeah, that was me for. I was like, that I, was I went back. A minute. I was like, this is the real shit. Right. This is real hip hop. Like. Then, like, every now and then you hear some shit on the radio. I'm like, okay, okay. But other than that, I was like, eh. yeah, that's what I was doing too. Man. And it's yeah. funny how that shit goes because you know people right now are doing that right now. They're going back exactly. to early 2000s. Like, this is real. This is the real shit. This is not real. Like you know, it's gonna happen every because I'm pretty sure our parents were the exact same way. They listen yeah, to yeah. our shit. They listen to old. our shit. Like yo, they listen yeah. to nine shit. Like man, this shit trash. Just eighty yeah. shit. Now this is where it's at type shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In my parents' case, the seventies. You know, my parents are old. But mm, you know. yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yep. like, it's gonna be like it's gonna, you know it's gonna be a continuous rotation. We're not rotation, continuous but rotation. continuous, yeah. Cycle, yeah, no, I, I yeah, cycle, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. Whole time, bro. I just had an idea. So okay. I think we need to do we need to do another turn of a bracket. Oh, definitely, but, man. I want really well. The top, but with the top Atlanta albums, like AP okay. Albums. Okay. I like that, man. That's gonna be the next episode. Okay. I like that, man. I was actually just gonna I was just gonna ask you. That's funny you said that. Because I was gonna say, like, what is what's the best Atlanta albums? But we'll save that for later. We'll save that for Mm. later. We can name our favorites though. We can definitely name our favorites. Yeah, we can name our favorites. I I would say Thug Motivation 101, Trap Music TI, um, King TI, uh AT Aliens, Outcast. Rap music, Killer Mike. Mm. Oh, probably word of mouth, Luda. Yeah, word of mouth, Luda. My God. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely word of mouth for me. That probably, honestly, that probably be my number one. Maybe word of mouth by Luda. Urban Legend, Ti. Um, Aquemini, Outcast. Because Doug Motivation One Hundred One. Yeah, those probably be my main ones. Atlanta. Those be my top ones. Mm. Also, chicken and beer. I did like chicken and beer. Chicken and beer is really good. By Ludacris. I think number one is trap music Ti for me. That's trap music Ti is number one. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah, that was. So I don't bad. listen. I don't really listen to it anymore. But like when I did, like when I first heard it, I think that was like the first time. 
I really experienced like Southern hip hop. Mm. Well, that's a lie, actually, though, because my first <laughs> my first album was Murphy Lee. Murphy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want even want to admit it, but that's all good. Ain't no judgment here. We would definitely not judge you. Absolutely well, not. Which one are you picking? If you had to pick one, speaker box or level low? Which one are you picking? Which one are you picking? Speaker box. Speaker box. It's gonna be speaker box, but I'm gonna say they're both they're both fantastic. I mean, I, I thought the Andre 2000s was um, musically extremely rich. I mean, yeah. musically the production. I thought the production was fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, it was fantastic. So I definitely think that's a great album. For sure. I, I, I figured she's gonna yeah. say a little below. And nothing wrong with that. I prefer speaker box personally. Y'all niggas are gonna stop, stop sleeping on my boy, big boy. Speaker box. Stop sleeping, sleeping on that man. Yeah, man, everybody... I just seen I just seen a post right before we went on air. I just seen a post. Um, who was the most underrated? Um, let me see. Who was the most underrated member of their group? And it had Big Boy um, from Outcast, Havoc, Havoc from um, Havoc from Bumby, Bumby, yeah. Sheik Luck from On the Locks, and then Bumby mm. from UGK. Which one are you picking? Oh, it's that's easy. It's Big Boy <laughs> every time. I, for me, I can't tell you how many times people disrespect him, man. And I, like it, like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean that. that. You look at the list right now. Like, you Google search right now. You're gonna see Andre 3000. Like, and they separate them. I don't know why everybody separates, but they do that. And then like Big Boy's down the list or whatever. Right, right, it's gotta be Big shit, Boy bro. for me. It's definitely Big Boy for me. Big what big about you? Oh no, this is Big Boy all day. What yeah, was I the other ones you said though? You said She Glows from um. She Glows from on um, the locks. Yeah. Uh. Bumby, UGK, and then Havoc. From oh, H- Havoc's a Havoc's a good one. I think that was yeah. Havoc was a good one. Be if I didn't two. say Big Boy, I would have been it would have been Havoc. It would have been number two, right? Because I feel like I feel like Bumby wasn't underrated. Because my man had a whole album out. Not at all. He had a whole album out while motherfucking um, Dempsey was in jail, so he definitely had his time to shine. And he's he's retained his sort of like OG kind of status with like in hip hop in general, like. Yeah, now he's he you hear about him, you know what I mean? Podcasts and um, different things that he does. So he he's still very much in a burger spot out now. Yeah, he had a burger spot. He did that like I gotta, did... I gotta go out there next time. I go to what's it? Spot. What's it called? Um, I think Trill Burger, Trill Burger, Trill Burger. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, now he, he underrated. I, I definitely I don't think I so. say underrated. Yeah, I wonder. He, he, he gets a lot of respect from he so does. many artists. I mean, think about how many artists have like name dropped him. Like so many, he just right. like that guy. But uh, but now it's definitely big boy. But Havoc is definitely a close second. Yeah, because he did. Yeah, get, he did get overshadowed. I feel like, Man, plus his production is crazy. That's the thing for me. Yeah, the produ- his production as well as you know he, he can rap too, but his production was definitely mm-hmm. the the backbone of the group. I saw I heard I saw um a sample breakdown of uh Shook Ones and it is actually fucking crazy. Like, it is it three is, different sa- you saw that three different samples. He had the Quincy yeah. Jones, the Quincy Jones little eh, little intro droning kind of sound, then some jazz song. He slowed down for the piano and, and then chopped that drum then, up. Chopped the drums up, and then he had some drums. So I was like, I fucking love that. He did that. That's, that's dope. He did that at A. That's why Infamous is, is classic because of him. Yeah, this, I always say the sound that's the beats were so crucial in that. So crucial. Mm-hmm. 
He did because Pro- Prodigy was good, but like I think, yeah, with the with not with the wrong beats, he would have been like, okay, this is mm-hmm. good, but like it wouldn't have been great. I don't exactly. Think. I don't think so. You can't separate the beats from the from the raps anyway. Right. And the same way you described Prodigy and um Havoc, the same way I described um Big Boy and Outcast and um mm. Andre. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, he wasn't producing, but um the, their rap styles contrast each other, not so way contrast made it work, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Because I don't know they would have made it if they were by themselves. At least not on that plateau. At least not that huge. Yeah, no, maybe, I don't, I don't think so. Know. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't think so, man. Honestly, I, and I think maybe part of the reason that that's out group like Outcast is rare because I think I think a lot of people like they a lot of people are a lot of talent some talented people are egocentric. You know what I mean? I, I want to do shit mm-hmm. on my own. I can get my own money. I'm gonna do my own shit. They could have. They could have both had solo careers. I think they both could have had moderately successful solo careers. Mm-hmm. But together, they're way stronger. Way stronger. Um, and they could cover so much ground. That's the thing that's crazy about their albums. Like, just it's crazy. They just cover so much ground because they really do. Yeah, I think I think there should be more groups in general. But um, it's too many egos, man. Yeah, I think the ego, I really feel like the egos is a big part of it. Like, and then the money, the big money starts coming in. They start they start going different ways. Yeah, like the only know, group uh, that stayed solid, stayed consistently solid the whole time was the Locks. Mm. They're like the only ones. And even mm-hmm. if they did have beef, he didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have like public, you know, a public yeah, beef. Yeah, there was beef. They kept that shit in the house. Yeah, and you see, out it's like I think of uh, Migos as like a recent example um, mm. where they 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 were a real group, and I think they were they actually I think they're they're the they were best together mm-hmm. um, when they did go separate ways for like solo albums. I, I didn't wasn't really feeling any of them to be honest. Yeah, um, I mean, a couple, I, couple songs here and there, but yeah, a couple songs, but as like albums standalone, like nah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. really. I feel like their energy was really they, they just the three of them together, they, they create so much good energy. Um, Facts. you know, and they definitely got to be up there for best um Atlanta hip hop groups for sure. For me, oh, yeah, you could throw them up there. Well, I, I don't know if I'll put them in Mount Rushmore, but oh, uh, Mount Rushmore Atlanta, yeah, I don't know if I'll put them up there, but. You they really could. You they could. They had a wave too. I mean, you, that's an argument. I part. Yeah, you do could. It, but that's definitely an argument. Because they they did innovate shit. Like they they. I mean, granted the yeah, flow. Yeah. Like you could you could say the flow and 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 this is something in my book. I was reading the Atlanta book. Um, what's his name? Uh, not Coach K of of QC. He was like when he found Migos, he was like, oh yeah, this reminds me of like um, Bone Thugs and Harmony the way they're rapping, and in a way like mm-hmm. a triplet kind of style. Triplet and it, it style, is. Yeah. It is similar, but I would I would say like if you to get to get on a Rushmore, you have to innovate. You can't just be like popular, but you innovate, like you do something innovative. And the Migos, the Migos did. I think that with that flow, I mean everybody was biting that flow, and they've been biting it for years. Like still, yeah. you can still you can still hear it. You can still hear it now. Yeah, like exactly. so that that's impact. That's a lot of impact. Definitely gotta give it to them for that. Hell yeah. Yeah, but yeah, next episode we're gonna do this Atlanta and bracket. We're gonna pick the top 16 albums, we're gonna look that shit up after the show, and yeah, we're gonna vote. We're gonna have a, a big panel, we're gonna vote on that shit. And again, it's opinions, 
So <laughs> yeah, you about to get the feelings though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick Nick about to sway some more votes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to him, Nick. Let's <laughs> don't call me the president. You should run for president. <laughs> right. Until I until I uh until I um I fucking I made it such a good argument against myself. I made an argument you against did. myself. And then everyone was like, wait, you're right. No, no, I'm going the other way. Right. Then I for, y'all that, for y'all niggas that didn't see the episode. So we did like we did a um we did a bracket, top 16 like hip hop debut albums, like the top 16, whatever. And one of the um it was one one of the battles, it was Cardi B's um Invasion of Privacy versus Nas Illmatic. This motherfucker swayed the <laughs> swayed the goddamn um, panel to vote for Cardi B. I was just like, "Wow, man, I let Nas down, man. <laughs> I fucking let Nas down." I'm like, "Y'all niggas really picked Cardi B over Nas." Yeah, I mean, I already, I already knew Norris was gonna wasn't gonna vote for Nas because he's not for like he doesn't he doesn't listen to New York shit. So yeah. I get it, but this is like, bruh. <laughs> But whole time, so like for the last couple of weeks, this nigga's been listening to like Jay Z albums. He just listened to oh, Blueprint. Yeah. I think he rated that shit like what, like six out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, he he said he said reason, but that was trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, bro. That's funny as fuck. He's, he's, he said he gonna listen to the Black album next. <laughs> Tell him to listen to Kingdom Come, bro. Tell him to listen oh, to Kingdom Lord. Come. No, come on, Watch him bro. say that's an eight out of ten. He'll probably say that's the best one. Don't do him to that man. <laughs> say eight out of ten. Don't do that man like that. I feel like sometimes you gotta be there, bro. You have to be there also for like the moment too. Like when they say context, you know what I mean? Like I feel like if you remove it, yeah, like I don't know, Jay Z. Maybe also because of where I'm from, where my family's from, New York too. Like. Down the bloodline, it's just like I could never yeah, yeah. miss yeah. a New York artist, but but I missed all kinds of Southern artists. Like I missed all kinds yeah, of West Coast yeah, artists. Yeah. I missed all kinds of pretty much everywhere else. I was missing them, um, so I get that 100. percent And that's what I love about the DMV because like DMV is a melting pot, so we get a little bit of everybody. You got niggas from Cali, people from down south, people from New York, people from the Midwest, mm-hmm. and then, of course DMV got its own movement too. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get exposed. I got I was exposed to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that about the DMV too, man. Yeah, man. Melting pot, exactly. You know, DMV could be popping more, but I mean, hey, man, there's a lot of talent. Man. I spent a good couple years on the local kind of circuit, like yeah. doing all kinds of shit. There's a lot of real talent. Really I think is. what what ends up being hard, what I know is ended up being hard, is that like the talent just moves somewhere else because the economic opportunities aren't here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's just not here. So like. You know, Rico Nasty will move. I think she's in Atlanta or something. But like, they'll move to Atlanta. I know a lot of people that have moved to Atlanta. Just like, oh, there there isn't enough here. Uh, Atlanta or yeah. LA? Yeah, like, yeah. So that, that's part of the issue. We just there isn't enough infrastructure. Plus, a lot of folks just keep killing each other. It's like, yeah, well, that's that's that's. That, no, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was gonna say about Atlanta, like. That too, Atlanta too, like that too. I was gonna say, I mean, it's like that. everywhere, but like DC, yeah, it's like because like, because like almost every, every other day, I'll go on IG, like, oh, this rapper guy shot, this rapper guy killed, I'm like, god damn, yeah, yeah, it happens. This, way, this is why we're not, this, this is why we can't move because I killing each other with some dumb shit. 
Yeah. And, and case in point, I'm like surprised no one I've collaborated collaborated with has died yet. And then what does that say? Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm expecting someone to get shot. Right. Like that's dead. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what uh what um what was it? What rapper said this? They were like, What's the life expectancy for a rapper? Like what's you know, what when do they how old do you get? Like you forty one, you 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 go, mm. or like you know what age? Like I was like, that's that's interesting. If you think about like different professions, like you know, um, just different jobs. You know, you you're like a miner or something. You know, you're in the mine. You, you might not live till you might live till sixty or something or whatever. But you know, I was just thinking about that, like because all that all the all the things that go on, whether it's killing or whether it's going to prison and shit, like, um. I was definitely thinking about that in Atlanta because that you know that the Rico case with um, YSL thinking about oh, that yeah, yeah. and just a real real sad stories across the board people overdosing on drugs and shit mm. a lot of issues. Um, my wife has said she thinks that like that's threatening the male rappers. She said that she was like the male rappers keep killing each other <laughs> like until there's gonna be none of them left. Like that's what she was saying. It was interesting, but um. So like the female rappers though, like you know, they're getting the play, they're getting uh the the uh some of the industry buy-in and and, and the crossover pop appeal and shit. And I was like, yeah, you got a good hey, point. Hey, they run the shit now. Because yeah, they, they that's why I do that shit now because I saw that coming like like a couple years ago. I was like, yeah, that's definitely gonna be this definitely in the future. One of my boys has said on a post, actually Josh, that was on uh episode mm-hmm. last episode. Um he said like Hard to Be was like at the top of the industry. I was like he makes some valid points. <laughs> yeah, though no, he does. He, makes, he definitely makes some valid points. So I ain't mad at it. That's why I wasn't mad when Illmatic lost. I mean, I was hurting, but like, yeah, at the same yeah, time, like yeah. I understood. I understood it. That's why I made that point because I was like, commercially, you couldn't compare two different albums because Illmatic was barely shipping. It barely shipped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing like, as, far as, as, as far as impact. As far as impact in the hip hop game. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Impact was amazing, but it took a while for them to get on it. Anyway, like it took a while for people to like. It took yeah. couple, at least a couple years, and then you know it got certified platinum. I'm pretty sure like ten years later, something I think like that. Did, yeah, it was like ten years. I want to say like around oh three oh four, maybe a little earlier, but it took a good yeah. little minute. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see, man. We'll see. I was, like, I was like, damn, no, that's an upset. I did not see that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, still, I still did not see that. I was like, wow. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not mad. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, hey, as long as my chronic made it to the finals, that's all that. That's all. Yeah, that you happy with that? <laughs> chronic I made mean, it didn't win, but it made it to the finals. To see who won, watch that. Episode. Yeah, we can't. We, yeah, we can't. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. You have to see. Yeah, you gotta watch the video. There's no chronic wood against somebody. Hmm. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody from Atlanta though. Oh, oh, I want to say, um, shout out, um, what's my nigga name? Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye. My man had a little run too, though. Oh, yeah, he did. He absolutely did. Now, he was talented. He's a talented producer, man. He did a verse. Did did he do verses with somebody? Yeah, he did. That nigga can sing. Didn't he do a verse with somebody? I feel like he did a verses. He's from Memphis. I didn't know that. Who's Jazzy Faye? Yeah. I don't see a versus. I don't. See, uh, I search, I don't see anything. If he didn't, he needed to do one. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Oh, he did a whole bunch of shit though. 
Oh yeah, my man. Faye is a, is known for announcing, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Jazzy Fizzle product shizzle. My nizzle. Jazzy Fizzle product. They had so many fucking songs. Oh my god, bro. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Ti David. Yeah, Ti David Banner. He even did shit for pop. I mean, ground. I know. I know. I'm about to say, he bro. Was yes. He was dead, but still. I'm about to say, he, yeah, yeah. No, because he did some shit on Better Days album. Yeah, and no, them songs last year for fire. Oh, he did bow tie for Outcast. That's fly too. I like that song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Chilling with my bitch. I like that one too. What is it? We should be fucking on the bed on the cows now. That's if he had mad shit, bro. Yeah, that's the kind of shit I want to be doing. I should be in the game, bro. I want to be in the fucking game for a minute. Like he was ninety-seven to twenty eighteen. Let's go. Also, we're going to we also folks. We're going to do some verses on the show too. We can't put it on YouTube because you know copyrights. But we probably have it like on Twitch or Twitter or something like that. We're going to do some verses on here soon. Oh, I gotta do best. Uh, I can't believe I didn't do best Atlanta producers. Me being a producer, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Um, yeah, real quick, I'll just I'm gonna put I'm gonna say Lex Luger. Mm. Um, he was pivotal for trap music. Um, man, there's so many though. I mean, I let I, me list them off the off the top. Like Jazzy Faye, Lil John's probably got to be like number one, honestly. Um, not my favorite beat maker, but just in terms of like bringing a whole movement. He's there. Um, Jazzy Faye, you know, I, I love, used to love Drummer Boy. Um, more recently, Wheezy, really mm. like Wheezy and Turbo, all the shit they did for YSL. I, they actually, I got to really give a big shout out to them because if it wasn't for them, I just wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, honestly. Like, I, their, their trap beats were my favorite in like 2017, 2018, when I like made that transition, that transition to like doing it professionally. Yeah. And they, I, <laughs> I got to really shout them out because they were like the blueprint for all that shit I did. So, um, trying to think who else, man. No JD on that. Organized no noise for sure. Each, oh, oh, yeah, organized noise. Yeah. Organized noise is definitely, organized noise might be actually near the top. But definitely JD, absolutely. Um, trying to think who else, man. From Atlanta, from Atlanta. I said drummer boy. Um, I mean, I could put 808 Mafia in there as like a whole. Um, Zaytoven, definitely Zaytoven. Zaytoven's in there for sure. Zaytoven. Yeah, it's Zaytoven. crazy how many like producers in Atlanta alone. Like yeah. name like a smooth fifteen. Oh my god! Well, Metro Boom is from St. Louis, but I, I he 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 was like he used to drive. His mom used to drive him from St. Louis to like Atlanta just to work. Um, but he he's from oh St. Louis. god damn, said drive, drive yes, bro. like that's a like that was beautiful to me. Like she believed in him that much. Like that was beautiful, man. Like that's wow, dead. she no, drove so cool. him. I mean, that is like, that's amazing. So yeah, she that believed cool. in him. I mean, yeah, if you got someone believing in you like that, you can go pretty fucking far, man. Like, shit, I wish I grew up with people like that. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think. There's got to be other people, though. I'm trying to think. Like, who else, man? You ate Mafia for sure. Um, 
Murder Beats? No, he's not. He's from Canada. I think London on the track is from Atlanta. And if he is, now he's from Memphis. Mm. Now he moved to Atlanta. Okay. He, yes. Yeah, so he's definitely on the Atlanta list. He's very flexible. Okay. He's, made, he's made a lot of different records over the years. Um, Wanna be on the couch now? <laughs> it wouldn't be a show without you singing, man. Oh yeah, definitely. You know I gotta be sing. A show. And it's words to the living room. I thought, hey, Johnny Faye has some beats, man. He's he had a lot of shit though. Hands on hooks. That's the one we gotta do versus who's the Jazzy Faye. I don't know against who though. Jazzy Faye. I, I want to say Dark Child, but I feel like Dark Child is like a different generation. But not I just meet. Really, I meet kind of, of, they're really. actually like the same age, though, actually. I think I they're actually a pretty good like lineup, honestly, because the way... I mean, but he does like Dark Child R&B was a lot more pop, though. What were you going to say? I was saying he has like more R&B hits, though. He does, yeah. I'm looking at shit around. Like he's got a lot of people. We got J Lo, obviously Destiny's Child, Monica, Michael Britney Jackson. Spears. He might Michael Jackson shit like that. Yeah, that was pretty dope. <laughs> and he kept his, but he kept his uh, producer tag on, and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's a for a producer, that's a flex. You put your fucking tag on a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> I love that. I love that shit. Hell yeah. Kirk Franklin. Look at this, man. He's yeah, wow. Yeah, of yeah, course, man, all the stuff he did with Brandy. Yeah. I think they have um some some comparisons with musicality, he, but he need to do a versus. I don't think he ever did a versus now that I think about it. That's one versus that needs to happen for real, for real. So who who will be the Jazzy Faye? Lil John? Um, I feel like it's it's hard to battle. I don't know. I'm gonna say Lil Young because this is more hype. Yeah, you gotta have something to kind of match um, Jazzy Faye's style. Yeah. Um, I feel like Manny Fresh might be a good one, a decent one. I know mm. he already did one. I know he already did one with Scott Storch. Mm. But um. I don't know. I think about that one. Yeah, I gotta think about that one. I'll make a list. Yeah, I think we're about done here. Mm-hmm. You go ahead. You know, say your name, where you're from, where to follow you, all that good stuff. All right, not gonna give me the spotlight. <laughs> What's the spotlight? I want to be just, just zooming on my fucking face. Oh, you, oh, you want the spotlight? You want the spotlight? Nah, yes. I don't actually want it. Nah, nah, I got myself in trouble. Here you go. I talked myself into, into trouble on the show. Um, <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Nick Neighbors. I'm a hip-hop producer. Uh, you can get at me on uh, pretty much all platforms, but if you want to buy my beats, please fucking buy my beats. They're good. Uh, Beatstars.com, Nick Neighbors <laughs> Productions. Uh, yeah, just making my dream come true. Professional hip hop producer, you know. I'm out here. We out here. One show at a time.
Wait, hold on. This is not showing up. Oh, there you go. Okay. Of course, follow me on TikTok and on IG, A Tone Productions, A underscore Tone underscore Productions. That's why I post all my daily hip hop content. Follow me on Twitter, Hip Hop Vibes, Hip underscore Hop underscore Vibes. Follow me on Twitch, War Machine 1919, War Machine 1919. And of course, follow us on YouTube, Hip Hop Vibes, the podcast. It's like a try call question. You got to say the whole thing. And um, yeah, and also listen to my radio show, Hip Hop Vibes Radio, every Thursday from two to from two to three p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, this is until on RadioFairFest.org. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I said, next episode we're gonna definitely gonna do is on um, tournament bracket and on um, the, the, the top um sixteen ATL albums, and you know we're gonna vote it out. And um. Would that be any last remarks? No, sir. Right. Illmatic. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in oh, peace. Weak. And with that being said, I'm your boy AJ. Your boy Nick. This has been Hip Hop Vibes, the podcast. Catch y'all next time. <laughs>